I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi gang, it's Monday morning. Welcome to the Ramble on Football Ramble Daily. England lost to the Czechs, Ireland drew in Georgia and Wales got a vital point against Croatia. Hello everybody. After the wondrous evening we had at the Shepherds Bush Empire on Friday, we now come to Monday morning to pick ourselves up once again for some <laughs> rambled fantasia. <laughs> ramble. Wow. wow, you ran out of steam there at the he end, really didn't you? Did. I mean, I thought you turned it around though. Thank you, yeah. Luke. I yeah. Ramble it. fantasia. He did turn it around, but he sort of smashed a wing mirror off. Yeah, I, I've, I've got images of you in like a sort of magician's cloak with a hat yeah. on now, sort of casting <laughs> spells Mickey everywhere. Mickey Mouse is. Yeah. Oh, dearie me. Well, mm. uh, it wasn't a good Friday night for everybody, of course. No. Little, Eng- no. little football team called England you, you, lost. You, little England. <laughs> oh, little England went absolutely mental. At the start of the Shepherds Bush uh, Empire show, uh, Marcus very much wanted to mention England and we said don't mention England and then I'm so glad we didn't mention England <laughs> well, it, it, well it was very annoying actually because I wanted to get uh, obviously I wanted England to win and I wanted us to lead the crowd in a chant of easy yeah that would yeah. be great easy. but we didn't do it so perhaps mm. if, if England maybe they beat Bulgaria I think maybe a little treat for reconvene. Sheffield reconvene no yeah. reconvene everyone back yeah, in back. <laughs> I've know. booked out Shepherds Bush Empire again oh, right, okay. tonight yeah. so everyone can come back <laughs> and the good news is only £35 each yeah well yeah, you see. <laughs> um, yeah so maybe Sheffield on Thursday night might get a little treat 
we'll see. We'll well, see. We don't look, promise anything. We're going to do the housekeeping. Let's do the housekeeping. RambleLive.com. Tickets are. are still some available for Sheffield, although it is very busy, Sheffield. Mm. We're in Guildford the night after that at G Live on Friday and High Wycombe at the Swan Theatre on Saturday. G Live. Yeah. What a great venue title. I don't, want to, I don't want you to go anywhere with that. No. Just leave it. Yeah. Right. What? what do you mean? You know, you know where he's going to go with things like that. I don't know. G Live. <laughs> Yeah, so where am I going to go? You're making I'd him like think to about know, it. Yeah. Luke, Luke yeah. it's it's too early in the morning. Sorry, let's, let's yeah. calmly yeah. drift Sorry. away. Where am I going? Step Sorry. away from that landmine. Help! Yeah. I'm in a maze we of don't thoughts. Want, we don't want any of Pete's fantasia, no. do we? Fantasia. <laughs> <laughs> yes, England. They lost uh, to uh, the Czech Republic uh, to one of course 43 game unbeaten qualification run comes to an end. The first loss in or qualification loss in 10 years for the World Cup or the Euros. Mm. Uh, England were very poor. Southgate said it was a reality. Check, yeah. no pun intended, Jim. I think it's uh, it, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I've forgotten what this feels like because it's been so long since England <laughs> like lost and underwhelmed in a in a qualifier. Well, not underwhelmed, but um, <laughs> lost and underwhelmed. Um, but I think it's, it probably I wouldn't go as far as to say that it is a good thing, but a reality check is definitely needed mm. um, because you know um, the game against the Netherlands in the Nations League wasn't particularly great, um, and that's been sort of glossed over a little bit. And there's a lot of hype coming back towards England this idea that we might go quite deep in the tournament which you know there's, we, we could easily could easily not do and there's talk of him switching back to a back three and I think that that is probably wise personally because I think a lot of the frailties that uh, we, we've, we've seen from England uh, and have glossed over because there's been a lot of positives as well mm-hmm. um, are still there and, I, and I, I think there's been a lot of changes and that midfield does not look settled at all I, I wonder if uh, He's sort of running out of time to settle on his team. Well, of course, it has been settled until Friday night mm. when he changed it. I well, th- I thought it was. I thought it was. To be honest, I thought it was an arrogant selection from Gareth Southgate. I said on Thursday that it, they should get qualification done. Mm-hmm. The system they've been playing with, the personnel that he's got, generally speaking, should have been enough to. Why did you think? Sure why do you think it was arrogant? Because the players he picked, the back four. There's a lot of caps there. Obviously, the goalkeeper Rice and Henderson have played in, in the midfield. You've got the regular front three. It was mm. only really Mason Mount coming in that was the, the biggest I would, change. I think I can make a decent argument for none of those four to start. Mm. With the, the back with, four. Right, okay. Like Michael Keane's playing in a team that aren't doing very well. Mm-hmm. Low on confidence, can't keep clean sheets. Kieran Trippier is not better than Trent Alexander-Arnold. Mm-hmm. Um, Danny, Danny Rose looks disinterested, if I'm being honest. Sure, but uninterested. What, yeah. And Chilwell should have played ahead of him. Um, but yeah, I mean, even, arrogance selection might be a bit strong. It probably is a bit strong. Okay. But I, th- I, think, I think if you... If you get to a point, uh, do you know what? There's there's a part of what Jim said that I absolutely agree with, which is that it's it's not a bad thing to lose a game in this in this manner. Yeah. But what we do know about at this point, what we do know about England though, is that they can't defend. Mm. They're not very good without the ball. Mm. And it's, it is Jim's right about another thing. It's it's completely glossed over. And the reason it's glossed over is because England, everyone wants an excuse to be excited about this England team yes. again. I get that. I want that as well. Mm-hmm. But we can't. We can't kind of ignore the facts that are in front of our face. Uh, the reason I think it was arrogant, if I may use that stronger word, is because you stick with the four three three. It's been working pretty well for you. Yeah. You're better than every other team in this div- in this uh, in this group. You go away from home. You treat Czech Republic with a bit of respect because mm-hmm. you're away from home and they're a useful side as they showed, and you get the job done. Yeah. After that, you can experiment if you want. Mm. Um, I, I, I've got doubts about this team purely because they can't defend properly. They're not good enough without the ball. And if they don't play with a tempo, you can't beat anyone anyway. And they mm. didn't play with a tempo on Friday. I think what I mean by the, the midfield not being settled is that I don't I don't know that Rice, Henderson, Barkley, Slash and other is, is the right midfield. Uh, as we've said many times, I think it'd be good to get Harry Winks in there, especially because he's someone who is a, a, a lot better at sort of dictating the tempo from that position. And I feel like that is something that 
quite badly needs to be looked at and assessed and and, and gelled in if if England are going to have that option in the, in in the Euros. And yeah, that 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 was my main main concern with, with PC. PC was the England uh, formation and and personnel selection the the most arrogant act an Englishman made <laughs> on Friday night in Prague. <laughs> well, I think it, it, it sounds like uh, Gareth kind of wants to go at that kind of 3-4-3 three, three rather than um, the, he played four at the back at the, at, uh, in that match, didn't he? Yeah, so he did, I think yeah. he'll probably sort of, he'll probably have Gomez and Tamori on this match, you'd probably imagine. Because um, they, they should have enough to... <laughs> to well, they should the do. Yeah, I mean, Bulgaria. They're, the, they're not. They're, they're not a good side. But yeah, it, 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 Gareth has always been quite bold in his in his um, mm-hmm. in his um, formation and, and, and the way that um, he's, he's chosen players. So I, I I back him, but I just think it was a. Now nah, it's time to change him. It was he's got to go. To go. <laughs> how, how many? Just out of interest, Marcus. It's not a trick question or anything. But how many? Of those, how many of that back four would you have played in that game? Oh, I think I think Maguire's. Have, I, to be honest, when I looked at that back four, I was. Fairly happy for it for the game. Michael Keane's not going to be a starter for the big games. No, but Keane has played in. Uh, he played in the five-on win away to Montenegro. He scored in that game. Um, after the Kosovo game, he looked a little bit. I, th- I think that the, the Kosovo the Kosovo match was actually where England should have thought to themselves, "Hang on a minute, look." As you mentioned, Jim, the, the game against the Netherlands in the Nations League, so on and so forth. Southgate clearly wants to play a four-three-three. I was surprised he played four-two-three-one, but then, but then I suppose that perhaps the reason why he played four-two-three-one was because um, England have a couple of options to play in that sort of number ten role, and there's been a, a couple of players, Mason Mount and. James Madison, Luke Moore mm. might have an opinion. Turns out he wasn't it after all. What <laughs> an amazing surprise! Yeah, yeah. Carry on. <laughs> Wait, you were, you were, we had this chat and fair play, mate. We we we. Well, anyway, we left his top medicine we... at the casino. Yeah, he did. Go back and get it. Yeah, exactly. go back. Maybe he, he thought was... they were big tablets. Maybe yeah. he'd got better by then. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. Mm. Well, there we are. Well, Maybe well that. Yeah, indeed. Uh, what was I saying? Yeah, so England, um, we mentioned a couple of shows or whenever it was about someone like James Madison or Mason Mount playing that number 10 role. So he probably thought to himself, well, let's play a formation and see to mix it up if, if we can do that. The problem is Rice and Henderson aren't, that equipped to play in in that formation. It's a funny one with Henderson because he captained Liverpool to the Champions League, mm. uh, to, to Champions League glory and so on. But of course, he's playing in a very very different yeah, team exactly. who know their job. Everyone is an outlet, e- exactly. Where everyone is, is quality, and you got Van Dyke behind him and so on and so forth. Um, Rice, I think Southgate has put him in there and really wants Rice to be that player who is either one of a two or or the the pivot in front of the defence. And I just. He's a young man, and I don't want to start saying that's the end of that, but he hasn't really made the step like perhaps England would have wanted him to. Yet, young man, so that, that could still happen. But England's problem is they, they cannot control games. Yeah. They were 5-1 up against Kosovo. Now, yeah. I know I didn't really worry that Kosovo would come back and draw 5 all. But the fact is, they, they lost two goals, and then there was a bit of a, oh, hang on, yeah. a little nervy thing, and that's England's problem. Do you know what I find interesting? And, and it, without getting too sort of forensic about tactics, I'm not a tactical expert anyway, but if you do play that 4 2 3 1, to me it feels like, based on the evidence on Friday night, you don't get the best out of Sancho or Sterling doing that. Mm. And then also, what you want, presumably, if you've got these two kind of quite sort of basic, kind of um, pivoting players like Henderson and Rice in there, it seems to me that you want a lot of creativity then to come from your fullbacks. Mm. But, well, why pick Trippier and Rose then? Mm. Why not pick Chilwell, 
who looks much more interested than Rose, is in a better stage of his career than Rose. Rose isn't going to be a player for England for the next five years. We know that. Um, Rose might not even be a player in the next five years based on some mm. of the stuff he said. And why not pick Alexander Ryan, who does that over and over again, up and down, up and down mm. against um, again, for, for Liverpool instead of picking Trippier, who I know has been in, in improved mm-hmm. form for Atletico Madrid. That's why I kind of can't get the word arrogant out of my mind. You think, okay, we'll play this battle, we'll keep it nice and solid and we'll, and we'll have enough. Maybe and they complacent. don't have enough. Maybe complacent. complacent, maybe. Yeah, complacent. Yeah, yeah sure, yeah. I, I know what you Pickford mean. Pickford played well, by the way. Pickford oh, did play well. He's one of the bright sparks, actually, was was Pickford. And, and Kane sort of tried his best in the second half. Yeah, and that, that ball from Ross Barkley over to Kane. Yeah, Barkley came on and... and, and, and fair play to him. I mean, this is, I think that one doesn't want to suddenly go, oh, it's all doom and gloom for England. Yeah, of and so course. But, but this is a problem that's that's been sort of eating away. Now, England, when they went to Montenegro, or they played Bulgaria at home, or even Czech Republic at home. And I think the Czechs are probably a bit better, actually, than... People think they've got twelve mm. points, the same as England. They played a game extra, yeah. but but I think with 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 England against say 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 take the game away in Montenegro. I know it's a little while ago now, but let's Callan Hudson Odoi started the game. That's how long ago it was. Uh, but England went a goal down and looked a bit shaky. But then they just sort of think, hang on, and the opposition just sort of crapped themselves a bit. And we've yeah. seen that sometimes when teams come to Wembley yeah. and England just sort of bombard <laughs> them. The problem for England now is what Czech Republic have done there. Now, bigger teams will know this about England, but what the Czechs have done is made slightly smaller teams go, hang on a minute, you can get at this lot. And, yeah. and, and I think emotionally, kind of, if you're facing off against an England team and you are a smaller nation... Yeah. You you are you're gonna it's a bit of a it's a bit of a um a team to beat isn't it really mm-hmm. just so, yeah. because of you know historical arrogance but also <laughs> you know they saying, go they go really far in, in, in into tournaments every time a player scores against England no matter when it yeah, is where they go it is they, they love it they absolutely yeah. love it well, because, as would scout. be the case against so form, Germany so form, or somebody so form, like that so form as well. kind of goes out the window the Bulgarians are going to be playing a, a level higher than what you'd expect from that team tonight mm. it's, it's like when Portsmouth were in League Two a little bit like that can I make a really sort of general international football point because I. I think it's something that came to me yesterday, and, and I'll flow it out and see what you guys think. Mm-hmm. To Set me, the latter's innocent. To me, no, no. Oh. To me, it feels like um, in the way the way international football is these days. Obviously, you kind of get less and less time with the squad if you're a manager, and so what tends to be really important, I think, is 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 fostering this team spirit and getting people into a position where they want to be there, reporting for international duty, which I think we can all agree Southgate's done pretty well. Mm-hmm. But also, what's really important is things like quite boring things like set pieces yeah. and, and finding a system that works for your players and sticking to it and it might only get you as far as a semi-final as it did in 2018 England have got a good chance of going beyond that next summer because the, the semi-final and the final are both at Wembley settle on a system that works and, and just play it to the best of your ability I know that when France won the World Cup last year they flipped it halfway through this tournament and put Giroud up there and it gave them a focal point and made it better for them but I think the stage England are in Maybe just find something that works for the personnel you've got and stick to that rather than trying to muck it around and, and start, start talking about three at the back and all the rest mm. of it. The four three three, fair enough, they're not that good without the ball. They're not that good defensively. But I feel like that's kind of something you can work on within the yeah. parameters of the formation that suits the players you've got. If, you, if, the, if he plays three five two, you lose one of the attackers. You lose mm. probably Jaden Sancho uh, or... I know Rashford's not on, in the best form, but you lose something like that. And I think that's why Southgate was keen. We spoke about this after the World Cup. He was keen to go for a 4-3-3, get a more settled side. <clears throat> uh, and I think if, if if Joe Gomez gets some more minutes, he'll probably play tonight against Bulgaria. 
Um, he is, I do think on on his day when he's when he's fit and all the rest of it is England's best centre half. John Stones, is, I know he's got a bit of a rick or two in him, but uh, you know, so there's there's a little something there. But England have played four three three and got good results. Yes, we go back to the UEFA yeah. Nations League. The one, I, I so I, I had a little look back at some of the more impressive England displays where maybe not control. Well, again, so take Switzerland uh, when they didn't score, but they were in control of the game, which is a rare thing. For drew nil nil. Drew nil nil. One, I think six five on pens. The game against Spain away, the win at home to Croatia, two-one, the nil-nil against Croatia away, where England probably should have won the game. You know, these were more impressive performances. The one common denominator in the midfield, Eric Dyer. Yeah, he played. Really? Eric Dyer was in he, there. Now, I'm not saying there's the there's the there's golden the ticket, everybody. I, I, he hasn't been a golden ticket for a long time. <laughs> no, sure, and I'm not. And I'm not even saying, oh, well, surely he should be brought back or something. It's that midfield three. Southgate has tried to play with the pivot, Rice in front of the back four. Mm. England, with the perhaps, ho- hopefully, with the exception of Winks, we need to wait and see because Winks plays in a slightly different formation for Spurs and Spurs having a great time. But he's usually got someone like Suzoko right next to him. Mm. If he wants Winks to play there, then he's going to have to give Winks a good old run at it. Winks has had his injury problems. But that pivotal role, England don't really maybe with Winks. Other than that, they don't really have that type of player. So what I'm saying is, you don't maybe bring Eric Dyer back, but you have like a flat three, a very functional sort of flat three maybe in the centre, or you have someone who just sits and and two runners. And I know Henderson's not great at that position. Maybe you don't ask him. I don't know. But the, the midfield three for England... If you can't control games, then hit teams on the counter and look solid yeah. and all the rest of it. And, and trust trust Sterling, Sancho and Kane to do stuff because exactly. they can do stuff. Yeah. And can I just throw further weight behind your point that it's, that it, please, that it's not Eric Dyer? Uh, <laughs> but I, broadly speaking, I think I think I agree with that, yeah. Yeah. Well, well there we Ten are. Ten years, guys. I mean, it's not bad, is it? Well, yeah, the thing, no, it's pretty the, good. The, the, the other thing we've got to kind of hope that Southgate guards against, I mean, you mentioned that, that Switzerland game. Mm. The midfield that day, I think you played Barkley, I think you played Sancho very deep. And he played Dyer. Mm. You got to get into a situation where you know what your team is, and we yeah. say this over and over again on this um, on this on this show and other shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. There are many many players from down the years who haven't got the international caps they perhaps should have done because other players were better than them in that position. That's life, yeah. Right. Mm. That's just how life is. Right. It's one of those things. I don't want Southgate to get into a position where he's just trying everyone over and over again all the time. Mm-hmm. If if it gets to the point where you think. I can't play Rice and Winks because of this reason and the formation. Fine, pick one. Pick mm. one and stick with it and play him in form and don't try and shoehorn him in somewhere else. So what would you say then? So say it's, you get some players, Pickford would be perhaps one who seems to play a little bit better for his country than Clark. I think the goalkeeping position is slightly different. Sure, but mm. I'm, just, I'm merely saying that some players, it's quite rare, but you get the odd player who, yeah. who, who who turns up for his country. Now, maybe someone like Eric Dyer is a little bit like that. Mm. Like, I don't want to go, hey, Eric Dyer, he can't get in the Spurs side. Mm. But Southgate's um, meritocracy that he yeah. speaks about, you that's where... It, it, I understand that, and we, we've spoken about it. Oh, I, I don't but care Sometimes how you can get into a little bit of difficulty, because actually, if you're picking players who are on form, but then you think, oh, but I'm leaving out this person, this person, this person, who aren't playing that much, but I know whenever they turn up, Sure, he's, well, that's, that's his job. Pick, you're the manager, that's your job. How, whoever you pick is up to you. Mm. And we can sit around this table and say, we don't agree with that because of this, this and this. But that's his job. And obviously, ultimately, he'll live and die by his results. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not guarding against that. I think that's fine. If he, if he thinks that... You know, remember when he picked Jake Livermore in the squad and everyone's going, mm. what are you doing now? And he yeah. said, well, I know what Jake brings. He's yeah. great for the group. And, and everyone kind of accepted that. Yeah. I'm not saying that. What I'm, what I'm saying is the thin end of the wedge is to 
shoehorn these players in and the the, 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 the thick end of the wedge is you end up playing players out on the left wing like we did for years you, yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. belong out there and so I'd like to guard against that but ultimately I do trust Southgate to do a job I, I mean you know when they played with that briefly they played with a two in front of the four and it was Henderson and Dyer, and it was so slow and so ponderous <laughs> it was, it's like yeah. you can't do that now you know you can't do that learn from that don't go back to that with Rice and Henderson in there but I'm not saying it was their fault particularly but England didn't play with a tempo and at international football international level you've got to play with a tempo because you've got to give a team like Czech Republic who are decent enough even in their own backyard you've got to give them something to think about yeah. and if you don't do that you're not going to win games a little word for the Czechs though what a story for the man who was 30 year old Ondrasek was is his name who scored the winning goal it's a weird yeah. first name <laughs> he, uh, it was his debut, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, and he'd flown in from from America. Yeah, FC it? Dallas. FC he Dallas yeah. yeah, and I think I think he like skied a free kick before the mm. game or something. They were all slapping his head. That's like, right, laughing yeah. at him. He's he got a good record for in MLS this year. He got seven goals or something this season. Yeah. eight games or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, when when, when an England fan can sort of remove one from oneself from the situation, that's great stuff. Great yeah, wonderful story. It's a great story. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of pressure on the game tonight as well, by the way, because of all the the stuff that's come out from from the Bulgarian coach saying that he's feels like England has a bigger problem with racism than Bulgaria does. So right. this has now become a bit of a hot issue there. So I mean, he's going yeah. to say that. He's, he's yeah. going to fight his corner. You expect that from the coach. He wants his team to be prepared and he doesn't want them thinking about anything else. Yeah. I, I, that to me was a bit of a kind of knee-jerk reaction. Of no, course. No one's suggesting that England haven't got problems because of course they have. But that was a fanciful thing to say, to say the least. Mm. I think he's just trying to head it off. Before I, it absolutely. But I, I think that's going to make for a very hostile there. Uh, atmosphere in the ground for England which is maybe something they could do without as well, well this ha- I mean this happened before the yeah. last match as well I mean that, that's all the conversations were about we're going to walk off this and that yeah mm. we might see something dramatic I mean I hope we don't yeah we might see something dramatic tonight alright then ladies and gentlemen let's go for a quick break One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome back to the Football Ramble on Football Ramble Daily, everybody. Luke Moore, you've already mentioned it. Let's have another go on RambleLive.com. Yeah, get your tickets now. Those, those dates are rapidly running out, both mm. in the UK and the US and Canada. Thursday night Sheffield, Friday night Guildford, Saturday night High Wickham. We're going further afield next week as well. Ooh. And the week after. So oh. Check it out, RambleLive.com. I should also jump in with a Betway for to score update. 
It was a no. <laughs> yeah. Again. Although I, I another I mean, no. I picked piano. He got two, but he didn't get the first one. Yeah. You had Insigne, but I think I think Jorginho scored first. He so scored we, de- a we pen, definitely yeah. didn't, we definitely didn't win. Pete, I think. Did you have King? He did, but he scored. Yeah, he, he scored, equalizer. but he equalises very yeah. late yeah. on. A nerveless penalty against Spain after after a, the Norwegian player. I can't remember if it's in the running order or not. Probably not. The Norwegian player got absolutely totaled by Kepper <laughs> in in yeah, Spain. Yeah, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, he was, was brave as a lion. Sergio Ramos esque. It was. Um, so that was a no. But do go to betway.com forward slash four to score. That's the number four to score. Uh, we'll be picking um, four first goal scorers from the selected games on the previous show this week. It's free to play. Uh, you can win up to £150,000 or perhaps even more now. I'm not sure I have to check. Blimey. Um, but betwell.com forward slash forward score. Free to play. Gamble responsibly. Apologies Jim? accepted. <laughs> uh, I had uh, I had Christian Eriksen for Denmark because right. I reasoned that mm. um, he had the, the, the highest uh, number of goals in the squad. Uh, the next one was... Yusuf uh, Paulson with six, and Yusuf Paulson now has seven. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he scored the only goal of the game. Was that the go- game with the amazing reverse through ball by Christian Eriksen? Yes, it was, it was yeah. a beauty. It was a beauty. Yeah. So he, you know, he got an assist. Mm. I think it's a really fun game it's to play just, every yeah. week. It's nice, yeah. nice to see Spurs uh, players playing well. <laughs> inside, isn't it, really? and, and so far, Christian Eriksen hasn't given a problematic interview to the Danish press, which <laughs> yeah. is really annoying. That is a bit annoying, but there's still time. <laughs> yeah, there is. There's there still is. time, and now it's time for emails with PTD. I don't like the way I throw myself into that. Well, I think it makes it. 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 You did it. It's very diaphragming. Mm. You've got a burpee, man. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I am quite a burpee. You are man. quite windy pops, aren't you? Yeah. I am. Full of it. Oh, Official I, had, windy... I, had, I had some lovely chicken wings last night with uh, licorice glaze. And? Ooh. Come on. Does it work? Yes, it does. Even if you don't like licorice? Well, clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Official windy pops of the... Windy pops Donaldson. Yes. What if you like licorice but not chicken? Big old gas bag I am. <laughs> uh, hello to uh, James, uh, James Scott. Hi, Ramblers on the uh, topic of same name footballers I'm enjoying this thread quite frankly in Scotland we have t- we've had uh, two occurrences this season of players scoring goals uh, past a keeper uh, with the same name as them Ross Stewart of Ross County scored against Livingston whose keeper that uh, day was also called Ross Stewart and Ross County as well <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then in September Jack Hamilton of Queen of the South scored, into a Dund- uh, scored past a Dundee goalkeeper whose name was also Jack Hamilton Mm. Scottish football is mad says James the scene is really very typically Scottish mm. Mm. Jez says uh, now the players have to leave the pitch the, when being substituted at the nearest point and therefore sometimes have to walk past their own goal what's to stop said player diving across the goal to save a shot being scored well, the, the, the ball's not in play, ball's not in play the, is it Jez you also, mad bugger um, that like Jez from Peep Show <laughs> <laughs> there's talk of that, that rule about having to go off at the nearest touchline there's talk of that's already being changed <laughs> why <laughs> because players just get an absolute pelters yeah. wherever oh, right, they go yeah, off the pitch which is why it was changed in the we first said way. that was going to happen yeah. though by the way did you see that um, did you see that um, <laughs> Dave Hill of Beath Hawthorne scored for Hill of Beath Hawthorne the other day yeah, very good. <laughs> For a minute, there was a second one there. My eyes lit up. Yeah, <laughs> a little twinkle. Uh, Ned, uh, nothing interesting from me, I'm afraid. I'm just fact-checking Luke's rant about Delph. That's my. Was it a rant? He's opened the email with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he still made it in. He's indeed. Uh, he's indeed played five out of eight league games, but they've been the last five games, and he's played every minute of each of them, as well as starting both league cup games uh, in this stretch. So he's not exactly in and out of the side. If Luke wants to call Gareth out for his continuing selection of players who aren't starting for their clubs, I'd suggest Joe Gomez as a far fairer target. We didn't play. Yeah. So didn't I play will, yesterday. I will, uh, however, take the point that Everton are playing like shit at the moment. I love it. Pete sees an email which starts with nothing interesting yeah, from that's, me. That's the one for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I want. Yeah. 
Um, Damien Cook also was a steward's inquiry into this week's going for gold. Uh, I was about to say the answer. I'd already started saying the name of Ed before you stopped to give others a chance to guess. This uh, clearly gave Luke the edge. I think Luke already had it, and I don't think I was saying the name of the player. No. I think I was saying, Ed, let's finish the show. Well, Ed, let's finish the game. Pete is not one to to be charitable no. in uh, going for glory. And finally for now, Luke Jackson, you mentioned Waz's five-side uh, exploits. Uh, Remind me of a chat I had with a colleague. He plays in the same league as William and one day they were uh, scheduled to play against the Royal United. Uh, they Prince heard, William you're talking about. They heard, yes. Yeah. They yes. heard late on, um, I, I, I'm fairly certain people could figure that out from the clues, but uh, they heard late on that their uh, opponents might not be able to get a team together and they would thus forfeit the game but that William was on the case. They turn up ready to claim the automatic victory and maybe have a friendly anyway. Uh, then who should turn up uh, with William? But the play he sourced in tour, none other than David Beckham. They got hammered. Couldn't get within five <laughs> metres of him. That's brilliant. And yeah. Uh, yeah. Would it count as treason to put a reducer in on the Prince Regent? You just don't know. So did he, yeah. did he refer that. to William as Wazza? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Wazza! I like that. Well, actually, I heard that someone who played for, for his team was like, well, what do you call him? Do you call him Prince? Do you call him William? But apparently, from, from what the observations were... Well, Windsor. You know that Windsor, Windsor really? Yeah. Windsor. Is it really? Windsor. Windsor. Give us a ball, Windsor. <laughs> when um, Harry, when Prince Harry was in, I think he, obviously he was in the armed forces and he served overseas and they, and I think soldiers have their surnames on, on their jackets. Mm. Right. And I think, pretty, I'm pretty sure his just said Wales. Really? Yeah, right. I think so, yeah. Harry? As in Prince of, yeah, he yeah. just said Wales. Oh, right. Nice. Okay. Or was it William? Maybe it was William. Just said, I'm sure it just said Wales. Wales. Yeah. <laughs> um, on the Dell thing, I, I, I should probably just say that's absolutely spot on. I mean, I, I got confused there, I think. I think Manchester, um, Everton have changed their man, um, their midfield around quite a bit, but mm. recently Delph hasn't been one of those. I think he's kind of confused as to who he plays with him. But, but also, I mean, you can play every game and well, in an underwhelming, yeah, shit, yeah. <laughs> in an underwhelming side. I think you need to respect Fabby D a bit more. I, I, I do like him. He's yeah. like a lovely chap. <laughs> and I, 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 I respect what he brings to the game, right. for sure. Excellent. If yeah. you'd like to get us the show, it's uh, shortfootballrumbledaily.com. I think I think it's is it only Newcastle, United, and Watford who've scored fewer goals than Everton this season? Yeah, we'll in, the, do that. In, the, in the league. Yeah, mm. yeah. Let's go uh, to Group D. Talking uh, about lack of goal scoring, Georgia drew one all with Ireland. Not a oh. bad point for Ireland. They remain unbeaten mm. in the group. They'd have preferred a win, of yeah. course. It's one of those ones, isn't it, where they're, they're playing away. It's a tricky game. Georgia are no mugs, and Ireland. We spoke about their lack of goal scoring. Not to not lose is the is always yeah. the priority. They could have massively done with a draw between Denmark and Switzerland. Yeah, yeah they yeah. could have done. And Cash Michael played brilliantly. Oh my oh, God. Yeah, he made four absolutely yeah. top class saves in yeah. that game. Yeah, but, he was but, a quality. But Yusuf Poulsen... Well, I, I, th- I think at first glance, Group D, it looks okay for Ireland because they uh, are top of the group. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you dig down a little bit further, perhaps bring your magnifying glass out and go, oh, what's that in the goals four column? Oh, only six. <laughs> Who have they got <laughs> left to play? Denmark at home, mm-hmm. Switzerland away. Possibly could have put a few away before this point. Yeah, you could look at it two ways. You can go, well, that's going to be tough and they're mm-hmm. probably going to miss out. Mm-hmm. Or you can say, well, it's in their own hands. Yeah. I mean, if, if they go away um, and get a draw against Switzerland and then win at home against Denmark, pretty sure they're in business. So. Yeah, I, I mean, they take a point, obviously, away to Den. Uh, on, to, on the to other hand, they simply do not score. <laughs> yeah. David McGoldrick's out. Yeah, yeah it's, it was Aaron a, Connolly's in. He had, a, he had a chance late on. He was, mm. he was unlucky, he hit the side netting, but he looked very lively in, yeah. in the little cameo that he made. It was, I, I watched the second half of the game and it was it was dour. It was, Appreciate it was you really doing that for us, Jim. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they've, got a, they've got a Luton Town football up top. Yeah. Why has he not started Aaron Connolly there? Perhaps it's just because he's so young. I, I'm I'm surprised by that as well, given the showing that he had um, uh, uh, the, uh, pre, uh, the prior weekend. But I guess he knows his squad better than better than we do. Are you um, questioning Mick McCarthy now? 
Big, look, big, you big, can say, look, you Big Mick a... is in that exclusive, very exclusive <laughs> list of managers where he's more entertaining off the pitch than his teams are on it. <laughs> yeah. I'll give, that. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Gordon Strachan. Warnock. Gordon Strachan. Yeah. Warnock. Just yeah. The old British yeah. managers. Yeah. Well, Mick McCarthy Irish, you could say. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Very well, fair enough. But, but, but I mean, you know, you uh, this this is a situation with Ireland in Group D. Yeah. It really does depend on which way you want to see it. Mm-hmm. You could say, look, before the campaign started, would they be taking top of the group and have it all in their own hands at that point? Absolutely. They probably would, mm. but it's a big ask for them now. Especially that the, there's two really tough games coming up. Denmark, didn't they get absolutely destroyed by Denmark in the playoff? I think they did. Last yeah, time it three but or that, four nil? Yeah. Was, I think it was about five one. Yeah. But, but that was, but they've drawn with Denmark since yeah. then. You yeah. know, they went away to Denmark and, and, and drew, they drew at home to Switzerland. And as I say, the, the encouraging... Did Denmark have that mad situation where none of their players were playing though? No, that was a different one. Was that a different game? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was. They they had a bit. Admittedly, they had a little bit of a funny time, but um, but in both of those games, Ireland went one nil down there, and they they came back to draw one all. So perhaps when their backs are to the walls, then then we shall see. I mean, when, yeah. when you when you're knocking three in total in two games past Gibraltar, the world's your oyster, you know. <laughs> yeah, but they are top of their group with 12 points, much like England. Yeah. Mm. So Quite. No, you, can't Quite. Too, you can't be too dismissive of that. No. Uh, Miko McCarthy has a plan, though. Oh, he does. Big yeah. time. And we, what we... that is, is anyone's guess. But I'm, <laughs> I'm fairly sure he's got one. <laughs> I really want to see them there. It's always nice. I would love to see them there. No, no, 100%, but I, yeah. I'd love to see them even more so because Big Mick. Yeah. It'd be great. If, if McCarthy was the man to get them back to a tournament. Glorious. When I say get them back to a tournament, it was recently qualified, but they, they don't always qualify. You mm. understand what I mean. Let's mm. go to Group E. Uh, Wales drew one all with uh, Croatia. I, I'd say that's a decent point, really. I mean, Croatia are a better side than Wales. I enjoyed yeah. it. They worked really, 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 really hard. Yes, the crowd did. were amazing as well. You yeah. could really feel the crowd like g and the team up. Well, when, when they when goal was whenever, whenever they bust out second half, when they busted out uh, the national anthem, I was like. They've got to do something now, and they went quite close. I was like, yeah. "Oh come on!" It took a little bit. Longer <laughs> oh come on! Oh come on! Yeah, Gareth Bale, lovely bit of class. Oh, just brilliant. Doesn't it help having a world class yeah. player in there? <laughs> yeah, but it, it goes so well, didn't it? It really, really shows in this sort of situation, yeah. doesn't it? When you've got one player who's just streets ahead of everybody else, in, in, in with respect to Wales, a team that you know aren't traditionally um, competing for many things. But yeah, I mean, to start that move, win the ball back when it started to break down, lay it off, and then collect the collect the pass to, to slot it in at the far post. It's perfect. It's mm. just absolutely brilliant. And mm. he was just, you know, he was absolutely just blowing out of his anus by the end of it. <laughs> but it was it, a bit it was a bit of a a fight at times, wasn't it? Croatia a bit yeah. physical. Streetwise. They were Ryan I thought Cro- Croatia were, a, were a bit disappointing actually. They, mm. I mean they had they had obviously they had chances and, and they, they controlled the game um in the midfield for for large portions of it. But I don't know. I think you'd expect a little bit more from them going forward. I enjoyed the shit Joel and um, Modric shout at one point. What was that? Yeah, you're that's what I was shit, shit you're Joel. A shit oh, Joel. I see. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, with, with Croatia, they're, they're a. Is it fair to say that their kind of summit was last summer? They're not as they're good as that side. Yeah. They're a bit of an aging mm, team, yeah. aren't they? Um, but f- f- as far as Wales are concerned, again, it's a similar situation. To, to Ireland, although they're not in as good a position, they've got um, Croatia, or they, obviously they, they've played Croatia and, and not been beaten, but they, again, they didn't win the game and they mm. had themselves in a position where unfortunately they probably needed to win. I mean, I was on the radio yesterday and the guy who was at the ground at the game, Lawrence Mora, who's a, a, a Welsh football uh, reporter of many years standing, was saying, look, we really need to win this game. And um, they, they weren't able to do that. Mm. They play Hungary, don't they, as well, still to come. Um, and they're away to Azerbaijan. You think, okay, well, they'll probably beat Azerbaijan away. They only just beat them at home. Yeah, I, I, 
I know what you mean, but I, I mean, Azerbaijan are bottom of the group with one point, and mm. I understand Wales, it took a late winner. Mm. Um, I, I think Wales, if they get the two wins, that, that, so they should beat Azerbaijan. So let's say mm. they do that, mm. okay? Um, Hungary have been fairly decent, Marcus, haven't they? They have been fairly decent, mm. but, but uh, if you were to set up a game to... Again, I, I'm assuming a lot here, I appreciate mm. that. So let's say that they, they go to Azerbaijan and win, which they should. Azerbaijan have one point from six games, doesn't, doesn't bow very well for, for Azerbaijan. Croatia host Slovakia. Mm. Now, Wales need Croatia to beat Slovakia. Slovakia, uh, Croatia are not. Um, they, I don't think they've qualified just yet. Mm. So, so Croatia need to to get a result there. Yeah. So again, those two results you would expect. I understand doesn't always play out like that. Yeah. But let's just say that if Wales then have a home game against Hungary in which they need to win to qualify, they take that situation. They take it. Mm. It's a big miss, Aaron Ramsey. Though, like, y- yeah. you yeah. watch that sign, you're like, he's they're screaming out for him. Yeah. But they have and to. So, just... they, so, so they have to be. Azerbaijan in the first game of the next break and yep. then and then hope the results go their way and then beat Hungary yep. and they're in business. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Okay. So it's not as because, bad as and, and, one and might think. One of the, one of the things I've... Not in their hands. That's, that's why the, the point against Croatia was, was crucial. And they've got... And, and let's be fair, it's, a, it's been a fairly tough group for them. It has mm. been, if, yeah. if you look at the group that, um, for example, um, Scotland are in, mm. I mean... Well. Scotland, Cyprus, Kazakhstan, San Marino all in the same group that's a slightly different story that's a, that's a digression I understand my, my, I'm curious about Wales also have Ryan Giggs in charge don't forget that yeah true it handicaps them somewhat this, this, is, well, this is what I was going to say because one of the things you do have to do if you're a mid to poor international side there's no disrespect to Wales but their, their record would suggest they don't mm-hmm. qualify for Thomas very often they're, they're a fairly poor international team Euro 2016 as glorious as it was in the grand scheme of things, and I'm just it was an anomaly. Looking, it was an anomaly, yeah. statistically yeah. looking. So you have to become like almost a, a, a some some great, greater than some of your parts. And I think Chris Cullen was excellent in making yes. them that with a handful of players, they star quality they had. But what he did with Gareth Bowers, he almost played him up front and yeah. played him in like a free role. Yeah. Now what Giggs did against Croatia last night is he played him on the right coming in, but mm. he had a, quite a lot of roles and responsibilities there. Yeah. Now okay, fine. It's, you could argue play- it worked because he scored a goal. Bale has been played like that before for Wales, though. Yeah. I just wonder if that's the best use of his of his of his talents at this stage of his career. Yeah, but against Croatia, you have to have a player playing Maybe he's got a free a role. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a little bit different, isn't it? Yeah. Ryan Giggs said that Daniel James was doing a bit of acting when it looked like James was knocked unconscious. Mm. I don't know if you saw that. And James said he hadn't been knocked out. I mean, I suppose you sort of take the player's word for it, but mm. it, it did look a bit weird. And it's a bit of a strange thing for Giggs to say. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Well, I think that it did look like it was going to come off, and we're all very aware of the new rules about concussion. Um, so, right. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it kind of makes sense, doesn't it? It's, it is weird to sort of throw him under the bus a little bit like that, but at the same time, it did need an explanation. Yeah, I, I suppose. I, yeah, I, 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 I don't think, think that it that. does make sense purely because um, he passed the concussion protocol, but as we know, um, 30-odd percent of concussions are delayed. Yeah. So he could find himself concussed. I mean, it happened in the summer in the cricket. Steve Smith got hit with a ball, yeah. passed concussion protocol, played on. The next day, he couldn't play. And he, in fact, had to miss two weeks because of it. That's right. It can be delayed. So we, you might find, Man United fans won't be very happy to hear it if it breaks later on today, of course. You might find that he has, in fact, failed a later concussion protocol and then has to sit out. Mm. Um, the concussion protocol. But I, do you not think it was like a... 
it's a weird, I understand gigs sticking up for the player and sort of bailing them out, mm. Jim, as you say, but you know, it's quite a weird way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. I do. You don't have to say that. Absolutely. You, just, you can just bat that away by saying nothing, effectively. Yeah, I just said, it, you know, it's a serious, head injury is a serious take thing. It seriously. Yeah. Yeah. But he yeah. passed but the protocol. Passed the protocol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was, he was, yeah he did, he's a bit of a knock. He was just sort of lying there. He was just gathering mm. his thoughts. He was just acting. Don't worry about it, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's move on to, very briefly, to Group H. Andorra made history by winning their first ever Euro qualifier beating Moldova. I love this. Yeah. I love the little stories in there. Yeah. Mm. They're basically a ski resort, aren't they, Andorra? Yeah. As, well, as, as has been said many times about I f- them. I find it really, really interesting. And I'll tell you why. There's a couple of reasons. <laughs> One, there's talk that a few of the senior pros in Moldova yeah. have, have been a bit upset and have said they don't want to play for Moldova anymore. And I don't think they played. I'm not sure. My, my, my Moldovan football knowledge is absolutely appalling. Oh, yeah, what but, are you doing on this show? But I think, I think a few of them might have sat it out. Uh-huh. So that, that's one point. The second point is... If you want, you can make a decent argument, actually, that th- this means the nation league, Nations League works. If you look at Andorra's record mm. in the Nations League, I think they picked up four draws yeah. in the mm. Nations League because they were playing teams roughly commensurate with their level. And have they used that experience to well, go in there and win a game? It's a fantastic yeah, story yeah. for them. It's great they have. I mean, one thing I would say, though, is that it's not really worked for San Marino, who haven't scored a <laughs> no. single goal through the Nations League or through the Euro no, qualifiers. Yeah, and so maybe they're beyond saving. The, Andorra. the Andorran actual... Um, the, 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 um, uh, the organisation has only existed since 1994. So it kind of started watching football as I started watching football. Yeah. Fell in love with Roberto Baggio and all that. Andorra, well, you are Andorra. I am yeah. Andorra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andorra, Andorra and Moldova, their, their flags are very, very similar. So, so maybe Moldova actually won, but they just... <laughs> Andorra, I think, is twice the size of San Marino. The I most serene well. republic of San Marino. The most serene um, republic. I believe Marino. they're the lowest ranked team on earth, aren't they? Who? San Marino. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. They've yeah. been whipping boys for a long yeah. time. I mean, it's, ranked. I, I think that might be the case. I'll check. Um, you yeah. guys carry on. Okay. I'll check. Well, well let's think, move on to San Marino, Jim. I, I think the thing with San Marino, like, you know, they've been, they have been a sort of punchline for a long time. We all remember the 7 1 where England beat them and, you know, we, and they scored the, and quickest, they scored goal. the quickest goal <laughs> ever or whatever it was. <laughs> and, um, like, can you imagine what it's like to play for San Marino? Because it is—it's surely an honour to play for your country, however small that country is. But knowing that you're pe- you're going to get whipped in pretty much every game you they, play, they are—they are bottom you, of the rankings, Jim. Yeah, well, you can two hundred and ten out of two hundred. Who's, who's above them? Anguilla, Bahamas, Eritrea, Turks and Caicos, Tonga, Pakistan. British Virgin Islands, Sri Lanka, Scotland, and then the US their, Virgin their teams. That, but their, their teams that they're playing are going to be a lot worse than the teams that uh, San Marino are playing. Surely, and if you could, if you wouldn't mind using the full rankings name, it's the FIFA Coca Cola World Ranking. Oh, is it really? Yeah, if, really? if you don't mind, nice. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sorry, well, you, you were saying San Marino just get whipped all the time. Yeah. But that's but that's what the Nations League was almost designed, exactly. partly designed for, right? Yeah. Well, but, yeah. But someone has to be worse though, don't they? Someone has yeah. to be absolute rock bottom. And like you can see, I, even when they went about two 0 down against Scotland, you could see those players like they're just just slumped just like oh god this again yeah. getting humiliated on telly again mm. oh the Scottish I, yeah, in well, the rain <laughs> <laughs> they got beat 6-0 by, by Scotland in group A uh, John McGinn with a hat trick yeah. yeah but Scotland lost 4-0 to Russia yeah that's the, that was a limp display as well Russia scored some really good goals to be fair yeah but, but they, they can qualify automatically but they've yeah. got that Nations League playoff spot yes. they, I'm fairly certain they're going to throw away <laughs> yes <laughs> it was the worst thing that could have happened to them it was Scotland's biggest win for ages John McGinn got a hat trick <laughs> as you did, said and, yeah. and, and that's that's a good thing you know it's encouraging it's exciting it there wasn't many people there were there mm. in the pissing rain on well, a Sunday I night think, I think there was a little more than what they thought 10,000-ish yeah, Hamden they probably thought it was that what it was yeah oh 
Well, I mean, to be fair, Sunday night, as you say, pissing rain against San yeah. Marino. It's amazing that they got probably 10,000. I mean, I'd like yeah. to put this all in perspective that Christian Benteke actually scored against San Marino. So, yeah, you know. there you go. Anyway, well, that's, mm. that's pleasing to me. I'm glad he's uh, still getting the nod. Mm. Oh, by the way, um, that was a 9 0 win, wasn't mm. it, for Belgium? Did, did you see the Azard? Uh, assist for Mounier for Belgium against was it Kazakhstan did you see it it was an absolute beauty it was a beauty we haven't seen enough of that this season yeah yeah, yeah. Um, did you guys speaking of San Marino before we uh, move on entirely from that did you see what the goalkeeper did no what did the goalkeeper do so this is during the um, during the Scotland game now it's admittedly oh, yes, it's I not it's it. not as funny as I initially thought it was because I thought <laughs> he just did it, but it turns out I think he thought he heard a whistle. Uh, he, he he's about five yards, a couple of yards out of his area in that yeah. little circle thing outside mm. the outside the goalkeeper's big box, yeah. as Graham Sinners would call it. <laughs> and the ball comes to him. There's no one around him. He just flicks it up and catches it, right. and, and then rolls it out again. And I, I like thought. It. Have they got to the point now where the goalkeeper doesn't even know what he can and can't do? <laughs> and obviously they, they obviously Scott immediately got a ward of the free kick. It was, just, it was How absolutely you bizarre. Whistle? I'll show you it here. It's on there. I've got it on here. There oh, you go. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just in case not, you haven't seen it. Um, there you go. There Pick it, it is. Up. Yeah. Roll it out in the again. Strange, yeah. Roll it out again. And that's it. Is that a yellow? Should be. Should be, shouldn't it? Yeah. That's just willful Come here, come disregard. here, come here, come here. Would, would, he, would, he, would he give a yellow or would he show a bit of compassion? Rules are rules, brother. Yeah. Rules are rules, baby. Rules are laws, brother. Rules yeah. don't have emotions, do they? That's you, the problem with them. Did you see that Harry's been talking about uh, Liverpool this week? Harry! Harry Redknapp! Harry Redknapp. If I had one club I'd love to have managed, it would have been Liverpool. I love them. Harry, come on, mate. The it doesn't one work anymore. Away, baby. He used to do this when the press were obviously all on his side, <laughs> but don't choose the European champions. The <laughs> yeah, you ain't getting that job, mate. <laughs> and the, interview, that job. the interview was um, conducted <laughs> in his house, yeah. and he was sat on the, in the armchair, and right. still in shot was the... Was a, was the sofa right. and he had two goalkeepers on the sofa <laughs> blimey he fancies them for the title though doesn't he yeah oh, he, uh, yeah. he, said, he said he's put a bet on yeah, yeah. He's, I've, I've had a big bet I've had a big yeah. bet but, the, but he's, he's did he say I, I can see them winning the league give them the title and give it to them now yeah it's not how it works no, no. You, you of all people should know that Harry. Yeah. that's not how it works yeah you see, um, see Peter Check made his ice hockey oh, yeah. uh, goaltending yeah. debut yeah for yeah. Guildford. Saved yeah. two penalties. Yeah, he did save two penalties. Got a man of the match award as well. Uh, and he is massive and those goals he, are quite small. Yeah, they? he is massive. But apparently he's actually third choice yeah, goalkeeper. Is, yeah. You've got to be annoyed if you're the if you're the first choice goaltender. Look, Sorry. you'll be a PR story and we'll get you in there. Yeah. All right, Sunshine? This, 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 this is a story that, um, obviously, my in-laws are American. This mm. is a story that crossed over to such an extent that my father-in-law texts me about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it's obviously making big news. Even though yeah. the Guildford Phoenix are like, a, aren't they, like a second or third tier team, fourth. even in England. Fourth yeah. team in, in but England. Apparently, um, what Petrček has always loved ice hockey. And mm. I think he played when he was younger as well. And he 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 made them his team as soon as he moved to England. So oh, he has nice. actually been following right. the Guildford Phoenix well, the whole the, time. In, even in the NHL, obviously, um, it, it, it's quite a it's, it's it's a big discipline being a goalkeeper. It's obviously harder than you think. All of the goals are smaller. Yeah, <laughs> but the, those things are flying at you really, oh, really mate, quickly. And you're on ridiculous. ice. And you're on ice. Um, but uh, I remember reading a story about a guy who is employed just to turn up at the stadium, sit, sink beers, watch the match. Uh, but he's actually technically uh, able to be called up at any moment. So um, it, it, there was a situation where I think three goalkeepers went down. One went, one was um, ill before the match. One went down in training, I think, and one went down during the ma- match. So 
This guy was called, who's just on standby, sinking beers. Yeah. Finish he's, got your drink. A, he's got a bit of a college. He's got a bit of a college record. He came down and and played the last I don't know, twenty minutes. Saved a couple of saved a couple of shots. Oh, did he? Uh, and he became a bit of an NHL legend. I, lo- I love That's stuff great. like that. That's quite good. That yeah. the fourth choice bloke who's just sinking yeah. beers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I find it funny though because you say he's third choice, yet he puts in a man in the match display. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen. But I, I've not. My ice hockey knowledge is clearly very, very poor. I don't know whether they've changed their name, people down that part of the world, wherever to, but I, it used to be Guildford Flames. Maybe there is a Guildford Flames and a Guildford Phoenix, I don't know. Although maybe the Phoenix, of course, rose from oh, the Flames. Oh, I think that they, the Phoenix is their developmental club. I think, so right. I think they're part of the same organisation. Oh, they are. Yeah. Oh, I see. So it's almost well, like fi- How do you know that? You read, uh, just in the read it, read it oh, okay. We'll <laughs> find out in our fact-finding mission this week. In yeah. Friday night in Guildford. This yeah. is all very convenient. Yeah, exactly. And Figo might be there. There's a, there's, <laughs> yeah. a, um, there's a famous photo of a guy called Terry Shawchuk who was a goalkeeper for a hockey team before they had masks. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't always wear masks. Oh, yeah. and, his, and his face, there's a photo of his face and I think it has been sort of enhanced just to exaggerate where his scars are and stuff. But it's absolutely brutal, like what he used to put himself through. You oh, see wow. Him. Yeah, he looks like he's had about five surgeries across his face. Um, they never even used to wear masks. I mean, mm. and the ball, as you, as you said, the puck comes at him so fast. Mm, but... it's, it's actually quite hard to follow it when you're watching it. Like, oh, definitely. Yeah. I've been to a couple of hockey games. It's very, very strange. I do like that uh, there's that little section behind the goal yeah, that the players can skate around. around. I, yeah. I'd, I would like to see that in football. <laughs> would you? I'd like that in some sort of experimental preseason match or the Carabao Cup, and I would well, never stop playing that drum. Jim, of course, at the London Stadium, it's very <laughs> conducive, but most other grounds, it's not possible. Yeah. When, when you have a kick around with your pals back in the day in the park or whatever, and if the ball went kind of behind the goal back there, you'd go, play on, play yeah. on, because exactly. you, you want to stop it every yeah. five I mean, minutes. It'd, it'd be, be interesting. With the, with the new offside rules, you can't be far away. <laughs> oh, yeah, because of VAR, we need that space behind the goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it'd be good, wouldn't it? You know, it slips behind, but you just you know just square it across to a mate start again. I think yeah. it's so ridiculous, even Pete's saying, come on, think about this. <laughs> no, he's not. You, someone's, I've seen like Leo Messi kick a ball from behind the yeah, in training, corner flags. In, in training, in training behind yeah. the corner flags. Yes. Yeah. It's not a game, though, is it? All right, let's not be whimsical. <laughs> let's <laughs> leave the whims- Let's leave the whimsy here okay. because Rivita boy wants us to. It's nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, once 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 the whimsy's gone, it's an international weekend. No fun allowed. <laughs> once the whimsy's gone, the show must stop. Exactly, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. It's been a well, pleasure. Whimsy. Thanks very much. Thank you, Luke Moore. Um, can I just say that this, all that section's on? Just Pete to prepare his button anyway. Yeah. Um, thank you very much. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Bye bye, everyone. Thank you, Jim Campbell. Bye. See you soon, listeners. I had to start it's late because we talk right through it and then by the time it gets to this point it's too late and the lady starts talking this was a Stakhanov production bye lady park off (laughs) (laughs) Marcus imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.